what is going on right now? Hello, my friends. It's Andy and Andy coming to you live from Yorba Linda, California for the Living Fearless Devotional. It's been a few days. Oh, yeah. (laughs) He he still has that lovely cough, though. It's a production of ResurrectMinistry.com where you can deepen your relationship with Christ entirely online. We are dedicated to spreading the gospel to every corner of the earth using the power of the Internet. And we have our podcast episodes, articles to read from the Christian Post, pastors to listen to, worship bands to meditate on the goodness of the Lord. And uh, books you may find interesting. And we always love to hear from you. Drop us a line. And if you care to donate, if this ministry blesses you in any way, you can click the Donate Now button. Yes. Awesome. Yeah. Just click that Donate button. Click it. Whatever your heart desires. That would be awesome. Uh, we also have a new sponsor. Sponsor. Lifewise. Now we have products. And I didn't want to do it until we have products. We have Lifewise products. The company does not launch until July 4th. But in the description, you will find the link where you can join. But right now, I just want to tell you that there is a, um, it's a brand new website. So we've been busy breaking it over the last couple of days as founders. And so you can join us. I'm going to put another link in. This will take you to the website. So you can go to the website and learn about the products. You can be a customer and simply buy them. We will get uh, credit uh, for each one of those uh, products that you buy. But if you want to join me as a founder and be a part of the business with me, then uh, you can do that too. So it's up to you. That's the way that you can help us out also with our ministry. Yes. So either just donate or try one of these great products that are coming out right now. There's uh, Sleep, Restore, and um, Clarity which I'm on right now, and I seem to be very energized right now. Really? Just so you know. The clarity, you put one of those things on your tongue? Yes. I'm, I'm excited to do that, yeah. but I didn't want to do that at night. So There's little stamps that you put on your tongue, and it dissolves, and it goes into the receptors on the roof of your mouth and your tongue. And you can tell that I'm talking 100 miles an hour. Well, <laughs> I actually finally broke down and bought the patches and my X39. X39. And I was trying, like, uh, acupuncturist who's a, um, Bible believing Christian. He's awesome. I love him. Uh, was He's like, what are these patches? And I couldn't explain it to him. I'm usually quite eloquent when it comes to healthcare <laughs> lingo. And I was like, you know what, doctor, I'm trying to explain to you something copper peptides, something about the red blood cells. I wish I could explain to you. So then he showed me he had a magnet on his finger. Oh. He just got back from Japan and they were singing the praises of the importance of magnets. So he's like, oh, cool. I'm wearing a magnet. <laughs> Go to my website, andyx39.com, which is also in the description. If you want to try one of them. Yes, and I and I have and I have to I have to admit that my back does feel a little better. <laughs> I don't know if I'm having increased energy yet. Uh-huh. The first day was first day. off the hook, but then it's kind of diminished. But my back feels better. Yeah, so, so both those other sponsors go there, check them out. Uh, but uh, life, uh, life-wise, is amazing, amazing people, Christians, uh, a biblical-based run business. It is awesome. All right, let's get to the devotional that we're going to be reading by uh, Charles Spurgeon. Well, morning by morning, if I can find the right thing to click on. Um, and we're going to be talking a lot about blood today. It's all about the blood. <laughs> so for Charles Spurgeon, morning by morning for April 17th, the reference is Hebrews 12, 23 through 24 that says, You have come to the sprinkled blood that speaks a better word than the blood of Abel. Yes, it sure does. This is referenced a little bit later on. Charles Spurgeon says, uh, Dear reader, have you come to the sprinkled blood? Yes. The question is not whether you have come to the knowledge of a particular doctrine, the observance of some ceremony, or a certain experience, but you have, but have you come to the blood of Jesus? The blood of Jesus is the very life and foundation of all godliness. If you have truly come to Jesus, we know how you came. Yes. The Holy Spirit graciously brought you to him. You came to the sprinkled blood through no merit of your own. Guilty, lost, and helpless. You came to claim his blood and his blood alone as your everlasting hope. You came to the cross of Christ with a trembling and aching heart. And oh, what a precious sound it was to hear the voice of the blood of Jesus. The dripping of his blood is like the music of heaven to the repentant children. Of mm, yes. We come full of sin, but our Savior invites us to lift our eyes to him. Then we, 
Then as we gaze upon his bleeding wounds, each drop of blood cries out as it falls. It is finished. I have brought an end to sin. I have brought everlasting righteousness. Oh, how sweet are the words of the precious blood of Jesus. And if you have come to that blood once, you will come continually. The entire life will be, your entire life will be one of looking to Jesus. Your total behavior will not be characterized by the idea of looking back to your first experience of coming to him, but as a continual life of always coming to him. If you have ever come to the sprinkled blood, you will feel the need to come to it every day. But he who has no desire to wash in it daily has never washed in it at all. Oh, that reminds me of something that Jack says all the time about people who fell away from God. Yes. They were never with God. A true believer always feels the joy and acknowledges the privilege of partaking in a fountain that is always open. Living on past experiences is insufficient food for Christians, but a continual coming to Christ alone brings us joy and comfort. This morning, may we each sprinkle our doorpost with his blood and then feast upon the lamb with the assurance the destroying angel must pass us by. Yes. Oh, that sounds the Passover. Better the second time. <laughs> what do you got for me, Schnugs, and the, the rest of our peeps that are watching? It's about the blood. It's, uh, it is always about the blood because it is, um, it is the restorative process of, see, because we come to salvation, God, for, for most of us, it's usually an instant. You believe, you profess, you repent, and you come to salvation but the process of sanctification, the process of drawing closer to become more like Christ, to uh, look at him as if in a mirror, uh, is the blood. It is the blood. And when we are weak, it is pleading the blood over our lives because um, ultimately that's the atonement. That's the sacrifice. That's, that's what saved us, you know, was, was his sacrifice. And so... I think that's why um, the practice of communion is really important. Oh, no. Was everything I just said? No, me. Oh. <laughs> you were just God. fine. <laughs> oh, no. So even your reading, did anybody hear his reading? Uh, they could hear it over your mic. It just was not as loud. Oh. That's okay. We're going to get in trouble for that. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so that's um, the uh, the atonement sacrifice is the is the importance that's commemorated in communion. That's what I was saying. Mm -hmm. uh, is so important, and I think that's why maintaining that practice, reminding us of the new covenant, reminding us that He's the bread of life, that through, by His stripes we were healed, and by the blood of the new covenant um, we are restored. Mm. That's such an important practice. I really liked. Um the part about um, not looking in the past, but looking forward. Right. Because um, although we'll look in the past to tell people our testimony, but it's the ability to look forward and to be able to share. And I've, I've talked about this before that in the past, when I was simply a religious dude, I had difficulty talking about me being a Christian because I knew where I was and where I wasn't in my past. And I was like, the, everybody knew like, no. The hypocrisy. Yeah, no, we no, no, no. You're what? <laughs> You're one of those fishy guys. <laughs> and now, because of the blood of Jesus, I have no problem sharing my faith in God. I don't care what they, they know. I know, they know. I know, but, but I know who I my know. father is. I know where I'm at now. Yes. And you can, and I've had it from people. I've seen it from people. Um, people that, very close to our family <laughs> who have called it into question until we sat together in a restaurant and I shared what happened Yes, and I haven't heard it since. Nice. Which is pretty good. Um, and so I think that's the great part of that when you're truly, and again, when um, uh, he says, I just, um, towards the end about uh, what Jack always says, uh, every day, but who has no desire to wash it. Is, was oh, but he who has no desire to wash it in it daily has never washed in it at all. 
that um like those who walked among us but they were not of us right oh that was in my talk it's on the bible (laughs) (laughs) you think i come up with all these pithy sayings by myself (laughs) that's kind of (laughs) cool i read that passage during my testimony um yes and I, I feel so much better being one of us. <laughs> Amen. And it makes it so easy. I mean, uh, it, it, the, and the answer comes so quickly. <laughs> you laugh. You sound like you have emphysema. <laughs> I might. Um, um, today we were talking to somebody of importance, and they asked a question like, "How do you know?" I think it was something. What was that question she asked before I said because I got God? How do you know that this will last? Our, our relationship. How do you know oh, that you're? Yeah, that was a very strong. It was a very important question, I think. Yeah. And God gave me that answer. <laughs> but they asked. It was an important question uh, because it was like there was some concern that you know that this person had that you know. How do you the, know the marriage will last? The family will last. The family will last. The, yeah. The, yeah. And uh, and I just I it didn't I didn't hesitate. Yes. It's because we have a God. And that's, uh, but God, but God, uh, that's the only way that all this happens because of his blood. Amen. Oh, I just gave myself chills. <laughs> <laughs> You're the only person I've ever heard. who said, I gave myself chills. <laughs> oh, Andy. that's classic. Oh, I this one. oh my God. Well, hi, lady. Say hi to our friend. All right. <laughs> Hi, hey, Kate. Kate. Nice you take over. Yeah, we're going to miss you guys this week. Andy's traveling for work tomorrow. So we jumped on tonight to make sure we had a chance to say hi. Mm-hmm. Hey, Cindy. Hi, Carrie. Oh, and Kate says you were clear as a bell. Thank oh, good. God. Yeah. I spoke loud. Uh, Kate <laughs> says, I know whom I have believed and am persuaded that he is able to keep that which I've committed to him again against that day or until that day. Maybe in there. That's beautiful. Yeah. Oh, hey, look at that. Iris, we're back on De Facebook. Yeah, we're back on Facebook. Don't get too excited because Andy um, <laughs> has a tendency to skirt the line of the community guidelines. So <laughs> I've been really good lately because I want my post to be seen. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm still being banned, shadow banned. So I thought I'm going to, and it was hard. I did say something the other day, but. Um, You're temporary. Because there's just so much nitwittedness going on. Yeah, there's all kinds of crazy. That's a new word I just made up. Net, net Yeah. Yeah. See that this clarity is amazing. <laughs> this, clar- this clarity right here. I I'm in came- the middle of writing my article that's due tomorrow, so I'm hyper focused on the continued persecution of Christians by the government. Mm. Yeah, the media. But Iris, we're glad to have you back, and I'm yes. sorry. Yeah, I was suspended for two months on on both YouTube and Twitter. Uh, YouTube not as long as or Facebook, sorry. Not as long as um Facebook. Facebook was they really were mad at me. Yeah. They said something bad about Hunter. What does Hunter own Facebook? The yeah. Heck? And Iris says, once we're on Jack's channel, you won't have to deal with it. Yes. Yes. yes we, uh, so pray for us, folks, because we're having technical difficulties <laughs> with that. We need to come up to par to meet the standards of a professional operation. Yes. So uh, we're trying to be for And th- th- we start this one without the mic turned on. Yeah. So we uh, we're going to need some technical expertise to help us out. So keep us in your prayers. <laughs> you were closer to the button than I was. I didn't uh, see it. Not all my fault. Oh. Kate says. Welcome back. Woohoo. Yes. Yeah. So Iris. Iris won't see that because she's on Facebook. And Oh, sorry, Iris. Kate's but she can hear us. Yeah. Yeah. But she can see it now because I posted it. Um, oh, she. Because like, she won't see the comment because it, that her YouTube comment, the YouTube from Kate comment doesn't go on Facebook. Even when you post it? But now when I show it on the screen, she can see it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, let's go oh, to the scripture. Peggy's, Peggy's oh. welcoming her back. Peggy. Nice to see you, Peggy Marie Hartman. Hi, Peggy. How are you today? Thank you for saying hi, everyone. Yeah, it really helps us. Yes. And uh, if there's any other comments you have on some of the stuff. Thank you, Kate. I did see her. Oh, yeah. I pulled it up. Um, So what else? And um, oh, we're going to talk about the the reference to Abel. Do you want to read the scripture first? Yeah. So let's go to that. Okay. Hebrews 12, 23 and 24. To the church of the firstborn, whose names are written in heaven. Think about that, folks. To the church of the firstborn whose names are written in heaven. That's us. 
And if it's not you yet, it should be. <laughs> you have come to God, the judge of all, to the spirit of the righteous made perfect, to Jesus, the mediator of a new covenant, and to the sprinkled blood that speaks a better word than the blood of Abel. Uh, it's just, it's so eloquent and so beautiful. It's the sprinkled blood of Jesus that came with grace and redemption and power, mm. as opposed to the vengeance that came out of the blood of Abel that was spilt. So, you know, it's going back to Adam and Eve, the first man and human, all the mistakes that were made through Abel and his lineage are all perfected through um, Christ, who is the second Adam. You know, Adam was a type and a shadow. Mm. Um, to the coming of the Christ and the perfection that comes through his blood. Wow. So, you know, it was Eve and, Eve. and uh, who ate the apple. And then, you know, Adam allowed her, not allowed her, but didn't do anything. Allowed about her. It. Yeah. And just said, oh, I guess that's okay. How's it taste? <laughs> I'll take a bite. <laughs> and then how quickly murder and destruction, yes. you know, shame because they were naked and it's a, it was instant instant wow can you believe two sons one killed him i mean yeah. that's pretty that's pretty yeah. tragic <laughs> i mean like it's not like they were living in like chicago yeah in some gang infested neighborhood where they were just even in gang infested neighborhoods brothers don't kill no brothers. not usually yeah that's a pretty rare thing but it's uh it, it's it's not it wasn't god that did it, it was sin that did it right yeah, it's just so quickly how quick how man. quickly sin just devours those that are weak yeah and don't have god absolutely it's like when people always ask that perennial question is if there's a god why is there so much evil in the world well because there's humans in the world like to me that's not that's <laughs> that doesn't speak about god at Sin -filled all I don't, humans. Yep. yeah i don't know why everyone resorts to that but to me the answer is simple that's because there's humans mm. you know if god create if we were all if god created robots you'd be pissed at that you know, you don't want God to create us like robots. So everybody has free will. And lo and behold, look at what happens as a result of the free will. Right. Wow. So crazy. All right. John 1930. John 1930. When he had received the drink, Jesus said, it is finished. And with that, he bowed his head and gave up his spirit. Didn't take him. It was given up. And the drink was the sponge filled of the rancid wine. Yes. Hebrews 12.2, we do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus, the champion who initiates and perfects our faith. Because of the joy awaiting him, he endured the cross, disregarding its shame. Now he is seated in the place of honor besides God's, beside God's throne, which is just a small indication of the, uh, I mean, which is a comparison we make to the sacrifices we make in life. Um we endure the suffering because of the glory and the joy that awaits us. Mm. It's having a heavenly perspective on life rather than a temporal one. All right, let's hear, see what Jim has to say. Jim Ryman. Living on past experiences. And that's another thing that uh, Spurgeon and Jim's going to expand on this is that we shouldn't be, we should be constantly looking for how um, a life filled with Jesus propels us to new heights new um, dedication, new advancement for the kingdom and not looking back on it as the glory days of when we first came to faith. It should constantly be moving for us to, from glory to glory. So living on past experiences and successes, what so many of us do, yet Christ came to be my savior today, this very day. He desires I come to the cleansing stream of his blood each day. Now is the time of God's favor. Now is the day of salvation. 2 Corinthians 6, 2. Forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the desert and streams in the wasteland. It's Isaiah 43, 18, and 19. And this is Jim's prayer. Father, thank you for the precious blood of Jesus shed for me. Thank you that he is the door and that he was willing to apply his blood to that door for me. I pray I will not be distracted by the past, but that I would come to the cleansing flood daily. I like that reference also to the Passover and how, you know, um, God told the, the Israelites to put the blood on the door so that the, the angels of death would not um, take their lives as they, as he had cursed all the firstborn 
um, in Egypt. And it's kind of, it's, a, it's symbolic of something we should be doing every day where we plead the blood of Jesus over our lives, over our homes and ask and, you know, and pray that the angels masquerading as angels of light, the dark angels, the demonic forces um, do not enter our lives. Mm -hmm. I know you're just reminding me something that happened this morning. I, um, uh, yesterday I had gotten a, an app request from Ray. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, you know, cause when my daughter on her phone asks, you know, what's an app, she has to ask me permission. Then it comes to my phone and I have to approve it or deny it. And I open it up and it was the Bible app. And, um, no, that's cool. So I, so I denied it. No, I didn't. I approved it. <laughs> So this morning uh, we were driving to school and I said, oh, Ray, I saw, saw your request for a Bible app. She goes, oh, yeah, um, uh, Riley and I are thinking about starting a Bible study. I go, oh, that's cool. And then and then I said something about, is that like something you're going to do with cheerleading? She goes, yeah, we're thinking maybe we'll have a Bible study and then we'll you know have some other girls that are in the cheerleading. Nice. Oh, you mean they want to lead a Bible study? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> You go, girl. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, that, that was pretty cool. That'd be awesome. Yes. And uh, Kate says, Bible doesn't say it's an apple. It was fruit. Fruit. I know. <laughs> I always go to the apple. because when you Reminds see us of the cartoons. Yeah, when you see them on the commercial on TV. Yeah, I always thought it was an apple, too. Yeah, it does say fruit. Yeah. She's right. I get corrected every time I say apple. Oh, really? And it's, yeah. People are touchy about it being an apple. Yeah, they are. It happens to me all the time. <laughs> I always say apple. It's just because we're so used to seeing the apple in the. Yeah. You know, even at church, uh, cart, you know, and the they give your kids like little drawings and stuff like that. Uh -huh. You know, it's always an apple. So. Oh, speaking of another new current <laughs> event, I mean, we thought thought of apple. I thought of the announcement that there's all these satanic clubs popping up in uh, middle schools and high schools around America. Oh. Um, they are clamoring for equal access because they have. Um, after school Christian programs. So mm -hmm. they, they're arguing that they should be allowed to have satanic clubs too. And they have been allowed on to many campuses. It's horrific as if it's not bad enough as it is. Uh, so Kate's reminding us, read Job. He had the same question. Why, why <laughs> God can do what he likes and suffering brings us closer to him. Mm. Yes. And um, Carrie says, I love that. It is finished complete. Yes. Fini. Amen. Peggy says, Amen. and Carrie says, I'm happy to have found a new way to witness to unbelieving uh, unbelievers, I guess, through Bible prophecy. Aha. Are you saying that as a result of Jack's uh, talk on Sunday? And Cindy says, that's good. Daily pleading the blood over us in this moment. Amen. Yes. Oh, yeah. Especially when times are tough. <laughs> so um, you guys are bringing up uh, Jack, Pastor Jack Hibbs' yes. uh, message on Sunday, which was a message you probably rarely hear in any other church. Yes. The <laughs> end days eschatology is definitely Pastor Jack's sweet spot. Yeah. But yeah, he says he doesn't like to talk about it because why does it matter to him? Because he's not going to be there. <laughs> he's not going to see the Antichrist. Oh, yeah. Not seeing the Antichrist, yes. But he will be there for the end days. Um, what do you uh, what did you think about that message? It's awesome. It's awesome. We also happen to be in the Cavalry Chapel Chino Hills Bible study in that same chapter, Second mm. Thessalonians 2. Uh, the, the two books of Thessalonians are just awesome uh, in general. So much, so much knowledge and so much information about the end times and the rapture. Uh, but I, I just, I love his expository teaching going verse by verse, um, not only so that we get a full understanding of the scripture, but also that he teaches through scripture. So he gave us a whole list of scripture because he says there are many references to the beast, the antichrist in the Bible, and then proceeded to list like 12 of them <laughs> uh, and then went over each one. And then it, because it drives home the point, because if he just says a point, um, the antichrist is mentioned many times, then you have to take for granted somewhat. Oh, I guess it is, but he doesn't do that. He makes sure that he explains um, and gives references for the points that he makes. Mm -hmm. And then it just gives us a greater chance to learn the information. And I really like that he encourages people to take notes so that you remember, because even when you take notes, you also don't remember because <laughs> I take notes verbatim. I literally 
like am transcribing and will walk out and forget everything I just heard. <laughs> Although I, I hope we always go. So what was your favorite part of the, the message? And I, it's bugging the, the maybe clarity not the turd out of me that I keep doing that. <laughs> and I don't know if it's being distracted. I, I often find it is most difficult to remember things when I'm preoccupied with earthly things. I forget the things of heaven when I'm preoccupied with earthly things. Mm. And so I really, really want to get better at not doing that because it creates distance between you and God. And as Pastor Jack says, Satan is a gradualist. He doesn't come to conquer your life in a day. He takes two steps forward and one step back. And so you don't recognize the progress that he makes in your life. Um, and he's always finding new um, means of attacking the believers. And for me, I have noticed quite profoundly that he, he does that best by distracting me, mm. distracting me either with menial tasks or, um, with anxiety, just, you know, about life and things that are happening and just, mm. you know, trying to, cause if it can get us off our game, He's won. He wants to take us off the playing field. Yep. Can I just take, you know, like if you imagine a bunch of soccer players, he's like, you know, and they're like, or chess pieces, they're little chess pieces. He's like, if I could just take that piece out, that's one last play they can make. He wants you to lose your cool. For me, it's, I mean, lose cool, of course, but, uh, but just distract me. Just not getting, not allowing me to focus on things of heaven, of above, of Christ. And um, it's a dangerous thing, folks. Well, it makes me feel really bad because I love the I watched all three messages yesterday. Yeah. Uh, my friend Amy did too. Amy Phelps. Um, because each each one, as we as you know, uh, if you've been around Pastor Jack at all, uh, that each message is a little bit as uh, little nuggets. Yes. That he doesn't always throw in different nuggets. And uh, um, Kate brings up a good point that he's a great criminal actor. It's not personal. He does the. <laughs> That's the mafia guy. And the first uh, service, he did a longer version of that. And, and then in the third version, he did a, a much longer version. Oh. Yeah, we got we got shorted on the criminal. He only did like three words. Uh, it, but, it was, uh, by the time he got to us, he's like, oh, that yeah. sounds a little funny. Yeah, but then he did it. Yeah, yeah, then he did it again. He did a whole like Godfather scene. Yeah. <laughs> it went on and on. Um, but um, the interesting thing, again, for me as a is is how I am reminded of where I was and where I am now is because this pre and post trip thing never even entered my hemisphere before. It's all new to me. Uh, even though I've been a Catholic and a Christian for 20 years, this is all brand new information. Wow. So strange. <laughs> and the um, even in his journey, I thought in first service, because I don't think he talked it about in the, in the other two, no is that he um, has been both pre-trib and post-trib. Right, because he was trained as a pre-tribber from Chuck Misler and Chuck Smith. And then for a while, I don't know who he studied under to become a post-tribber. Mm. And then he reverted back to Yeah. What do you think about that? Did you know that of him? That he went, had gone? I couldn't even imagine him. I was going to say God both ways, but that would have sounded weird. Uh, I, I couldn't <laughs> imagine the way he teaches and the yeah. way he teaches in the rapture. I couldn't imagine he was that way. But but I think um, he's right. And when I talk about, uh, you know, to dog trainers, that they need to even go to the dog trainers that they don't believe in so they can learn what it is that these other people are learning. And so you can learn how to fix it. I think it's, it's important for us that he did become a post-tribber for a little while. Yeah. Because it, you... You, when you when you come back now you go ah, see I know I know all the arguments well and I have to say that a lot of things so um, many of you who listen to us often know that I, there are these little, little nuggets of Christianity that I I delve into one of them was the concept of heaven and mm -hmm. the the in between the in between before the the new earth and the new um, and the new heaven but also and communion taking communion but now, Interestingly enough, um, your ex-wife, Beth, sent me a pastor to listen to, oh. and I listened to it, and it, and, it, and it struck 
something I did not. So because most of my teaching since coming to Calvary Chapel Chino Hills comes from Pastor Jack, I occasionally listen to other pastors, but it's through their Bible studies and scripture that he talks about um, that I focus on mm -hmm. that I didn't realize that um, the way he's taught us about predestination being based on foreknowledge is not a universally accepted principle. So this preacher was Baptist. Baptists are sensationist, cessationists. They don't believe in the gifts, but they also don't believe in the, in the predestination being part of foreknowledge. They believe mm. predestination is by God's choice, more of the eeny, meeny, miny, mo thing. Oh, right. Uh, which is weird. And so it just struck me as I was listening. I was like, oh, this is different. What is this? And so now that's my new thing to research in the next coming weeks is oh. what is the Baptist doctrine of predestination? How does that different differ from um, basing it on God's foreknowledge? And it just piqued my curiosity now. And I, I really, I want to find out who those, the famous pastors are that don't believe in the Old Testament that he was speaking about. Yeah, well, we met one. Yeah, well, that guy's from a university. Yeah, but a, he's a Christian university yeah, he's still, teaching he, kids. He's a he's a yeah. Bible scholar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's but it's so shocking. It's just shocking. But I'm not surprised because I think it goes with, and I think you mentioned this. It goes with replacement theology, which was mm -hmm. an issue that I had researched um, a couple of years ago, which is the replacement of the church with the people of Israel. That that covenant was transferred to the church. Um, basically writing off the importance of Israel, which I absolutely don't believe. So doctrinally, I believe um, that the promises to the Israelites remain until, until the end, until the new Jerusalem. So uh, that goes with that replacement theology that why do we need to bother to read it? It's just, it's like historical. It's a historical reference, which is ridiculous. But yeah, so fascinating. There's it, lots of... Yeah. Different points of view. The two go together like a Lego. <laughs> like a Lego. Uh, so, uh, yeah. Uh, Kate's referring to Satan. He's a great criminal actor. No, he's referring to Jack. <laughs> Jackson, Jack's impression. Yeah, Satan. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. His mafia. <laughs> uh, he made it so clear. Yes, that was really fun. Yep. And um, Cindy's also saying, I, I hate forgetting what got preached, especially when she preached it. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Notes are very helpful. I can just imagine that must be so frustrating for a pastor for people to come in and be like, I don't know what you talked about yesterday or last week, but I think it was something about like, oh, does nobody well, listen? Sometimes I do that in our home church. I go, what did I talk about last time? Right. <laughs> uh, he also puts us, Kate says, he also puts us here to live life. He needs to be our go-to place as we walk through life. Yeah, yeah. Amen. Scripture preached itself. God's living mm. word. Amen. Um, going back to Pastor Jack again, he was hilarious. <laughs> he was. Cindy uh, so saying, I'm interested in hearing your research. Ah, thank you. About the um, the prescient view of uh, predestination as opposed to the Baptist. I, I don't know what else to call it other than Baptist because it's part of the Baptist convention. I don't know what the other name is, but I am. I will definitely share that. Yeah, Carrie's Let's comment is no eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Is that what that is? Yeah. That's why I skipped it because yeah. I didn't know what it meant. No genie me moni mo. So I didn't know what that was. So I was like, oh, I'll leave no, that for another day. No, eating me moni mo. She uh, was agreeing with you. Uh, Cindy's saying, um, Kate is saying, Cindy, that's funny. You forget your own preaching. I don't actually think Cindy's forgetting her own preaching. I think she's she's making a funny about other people forgetting her preaching. Or are you, Cindy, Maybe forgetting your own preaching? I think she said that she was forgetting her own preaching. It was kidding about it. Replacement theology surfaced because they did not believe God's word. Israel would again be a nation one day. Yeah, mm -hmm. but there are people who still believe in replacement <laughs> theology. But then it did. Even though Israel is now a nation. <laughs> and they're building a temple. Or they have plans to build a, the, yes. the, the temple. Yes. Um, and Cindy's saying, I preach the new and the old, the whole book. Right. Absolutely. So show. And Iris is saying, I wanted to share that I had an aortic heart valve replacement on April 6th. Oh, oh my wow. goodness. It went well. I stayed overnight in the hospital, went home on Good Friday. My doctor said the procedure was better than I expected. It was perfect. That is because God was there with me. Thank you, Lord. Wow. That's fantastic. Congratulations, Iris. Yes. So glad to hear God that. Is, that is God awesome. definitely blessed you. 
Very saying amen to Cindy. Yes. Well, that's that's great news with Iris. Yeah. That heart uh, sounds very serious. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, we just watched a heart procedure on uh, the new, the new what's that hospital? Oh, New Amsterdam. <laughs> Good family entertainment. It's a lot about death, but still. <laughs> yep, and, and of course they have to always throw in little little woke stuff there. Yeah, it's not one that. show. Is there any? Could it, is there? A, I mean, we can watch Fox Nation, I guess, all day. Or with Pete Hexeth Hex, 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 visiting Hex. Israel right now, which is awesome. I love that show. But man, every show this the to kind of have you know just to get away from you know from stuff. You go to watch it, and it, it just it's. I mean, they got to have a scene. Why? Because <laughs> Satan's a gradualist. <laughs> One step at a time. Uh, as I was mentioning, I'm writing my article on the oh. per coming persecution of Christians, and I want you all to pay attention to the news reports. I don't know if they're done with the story already, but uh, John Chisera, how do we pronounce it? The National Guardsman who leaked the classified documents. First of all, he had access to documents that, I mean, anybody, and it's funny because every intelligence officer, uh, retired officer correspondent that I hear talk about this, they're like, what? Um, because the, the documents he had access to are not commonly, they're just not distributed on even a classified system. Mm. They're internal operations, either CIA operation reports or briefing slides from the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. Those are not just on a system where you like Google, like you could just search in it under chairman and find slides. You know, it was it was just and a FISA, the evidence for a FISA warrant. So just it just kooky. But the but the most disturbing part of the whole scandal, um, regardless of whether he was fed the information or he did happen to come across it on someone's desk, uh, was that they're just constantly talking about how Christian he is. He was a Christian. He's a gun-toting Christian. He was a right-winger. He was a, a anti-establishment, but he was devout. And I said, never in the 20 years of Islamic terrorism were we allowed to connect their religiosity with their violence. I mean, can you imagine if reporters during those days would say, yes, he was very devout, devout and loved bombs? I mean, would you ever see those two sentences together? Right. He was devout and loved bombs. He actually had a big <laughs> knife he carried around all the time and talked about how he loved to behead animals. I mean, like, it's just absurd. It's crazy. It's absolutely absurd because his religiosity, his faith should have absolutely nothing, no relevance whatsoever to the crime he committed. He leaked classified documents. What does it matter that he was a devout Catholic? Right. Like, what are you trying to imply by constantly referencing his faith? And we didn't do this in any other cases. Um, but again, it's just the demonization of Christians. I got to find another word because demonizing Christians, I just don't like putting those two mm. words together. But vilifying. <laughs> yeah. Vilifying Christians. Well, I mean, we talked about the example of the, the FBI infiltrating the Catholic Church. Right. When when the FBI back in the day loved Catholics, uh, F, Catholic FBI agents because they hated communists. Right. <laughs> and so the FBI was made up with a lot of uh, Catholics, and and we can go on with uh, you know military that the same thing. And now here, are, now they're going. No, we want to get away from that. Not just get away from it. <laughs> Try to destroy them, arrest them as terrorists, spy on them because um, they're criminals and they're extremists and they're violent. You know, just another view on this uh, on this dude, this twenty one year old. Is it one of the things that I often bring up in these court cases? I get when we have a, a cop that's not doing the right thing. I will often bring up the fact that said it's not. I mean, this has gone with this police officer who's doing the wrong thing. I can see that he has a history of not following through with the reports that he's supposed to write and the training records. He's and supposed do you have to a drop in there that, that he's a Jew? No. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just don't understand. And he happens to be Jewish. Like, why would, like, why would his No, but I, I might now. I might, uh, in Baltimore, I may have I to do that. So, it's so um, bizarre to me. And by the way, I found out that he's a Jew. <laughs> uh, no, that he's a, a man. He's, that a, a, joke, he's a man or a woman, right? That, that You're supposed to do X, Y, Z. 
do all your reports, do as your training. As a police officer, show. as a canine handler. And so I will, I will come up and say, listen, th this really may not entirely be his fault that you understand that this is a supervisory problem. This isn't necessarily a police officer problem. A police officer on the street of that level is only a product of the environment that you accept in your police department. Yes. And if you have supervision that's accepting of the lack of duty, lack of work, um, of following through with the things you're supposed to do, what do you expect? He's just going to continue on thinking, well, this is the way that it's done. Nobody's told me that it's not supposed to be done this way. So why... I mean, maybe he does, I mean, obviously deserve to be arrested and, 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 and investigated, but where, where's his supervisor that should have been watching him <laughs> who gave him all this access and allowed him to, to do what he's doing? Where is that and guy? And some of the news reports, and then some of the news reports are saying that they use the tracing software that's on these computers to discover he had, he had, he had researched leak because he was suspicious he had found he was found out and i was like okay wait a minute though <laughs> those those software track people in everything they do and when this guy was looking around in a bunch of places that had absolutely nothing to do with his business like mm -hmm. china like what well, what what did that have to do with him doing his job as an it right. engineer or Fixing whatever the, the loose Yes. X key the, yeah. <laughs> on the keyboard. And nobody was like, wait, why is this guy constantly logging on, on to the JWIC system investigating China? You know, it's just the yeah. whole thing is They're, just preposterous. It's so the bells went off. Nothing went up. Beep, beep, beep. It's it, it's so ridiculous. And then his friend, 17 year old friend who got his permission from his mommy to go on camera. <laughs> calls him he was extremely charismatic he was a leader he was a devout catholic he just he loved country he wasn't he wasn't he wasn't a, he wasn't a russian agent he, i was like he loved guns he loved guns <laughs> he was a true patriot and i was like what 17 year old describes his fellow online gaming buddy as charismatic and a devout catholic it's just the in, entire conversation looked like he was reading off of cue cards right I've, um, I've never heard, but my, my uh, Kelly has a friend named uh, uh, Andrew. Mm -hmm. I've never heard him say that he's charismatic. <laughs> Some of you don't use that word. He usually says like three or four times before he gets um, to the part where he says. Um, like, there <laughs> well, were no like, likes and no ums, folks. <laughs> oh, it's just oh. bad. Kate smells a rat. Kate, yeah. you're very, you know a lot about our country over here. I mean, that's so funny about people in other countries. They know so much about the United States. Yeah, and I, I don't know much about Australian news. I got to admit. It's down under. So, yeah, I do know it's down under, but <laughs> I just don't follow their news. Cindy's tired of the, the woke stuff, too. So tired of the woke stuff. Everything, yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, Satan has a school bus now on campus, so let's just see where that oh, goes. I like that. Where did you come up with that? Just Satan now? has a school bus? Yeah. It's it's in the news. Really? So yeah. I've never heard anybody else say that. No? No. Can I have it? Satan as a school bus? Yeah. <laughs> sure. I'm going to use that on my next PYLUSD broadcast. Schnookums, you and I are one. What's mine is yours. Satan as a school bus. <laughs> wow, that was really good. Well, you know what made me think of it? Hmm. Because are the Christian after school programs rent a school bus and they hmm. put it in the parking lot and the kids come off because it's technically off campus. They go into the school bus. Hmm. So then I made a pun saying Satan has a school bus now too. <laughs> And it's painted red. <laughs> and it's telling people, you don't have to listen to this whole heaven and hell nonsense and all these people telling you to do good. Do what you want. Sex you, is fun. Sex is fun. Go in the bathroom and mutilate your body. <laughs> awesome. Does it have a little tail outside the back? No, he says uh, he doesn't have red horns or anything. Mm. He just looks fun. Just like mm. it's all about fun. Like those boxes from Amazon that have a smiley face on them. <laughs> those are devil boxes. <laughs> oh, no. Leave Amazon alone. <laughs> <laughs> the spotlight is shining too bright on the CIA and the FBI, and they're trying to deflect. Yeah, mm. it's just, it's tragic. Yeah. It's tragic. It's going to take. To the honor. It's going to take Donald Trump to fix this. Oh, Only goodness. he can fix it. Nobody else has the, the gonads. Not even DeSantis. I'm beginning to get a little worried about DeSantis. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, I like him, but I'm I'm calling I'm, I'm saying he needs to wait. He needs to step. I think he step. wants to wait. He's not stepping up, so I don't yeah. know. Yeah, he's in that. He's in. Uh, I think what a between. what a cool fight between JFK Jr. John. What is his name? 
Bobby Jr. Um, um, Jeff Jonathan? Jr. John, no, John Jr. <laughs> RFK, Robert F. Kennedy. Robert, Robert <laughs> K. Robert's uh, son. Robert Kennedy, Kennedy Jr. He talks, like, he talks a, like me right now. Up against Trump. Now that's a fight. That'll be, yeah. I, I'm afraid Robert uh, might get that. He, front row tickets. There's a lot of people that hate the vaccine. So <sighs> front row tickets to that. And all he has to do is say, well, it was your vaccine. It was your speedy. Right. Well, I like <laughs> Kate, I like Kate's response. Uh, I think it's only Jesus that can fix it. Amen. <laughs> yeah. All right. You got me there. Yes. Sorry about that. And Amazon is also Kate's it, kryptonite. It's not kryptonite. It is of the devil. No. Yes. No Amazon. No Amazon. I can see little smiling boxes every day. <laughs> yes. Amazon is my friend. <laughs> I yeah, know. Only Jesus. You're right. All right. Only Jesus can fix it. It, it, Jesus is busy with the world. Yes. Trump is going to be busy with the United States. Jesus has given up on the United States. No. He's God, a, I have I've had enough. Of, you know, I tried. I gave him a constitution, a beautiful constitution. Yes. If you follow the constitution, it, nothing can, can go wrong. When yes. you start destroying the constitution, it all falls apart. <laughs> what exactly what's happened? So only Jesus for the world. I'm going to still say Donald Trump for the country. Under the only under Jesus. the guides, the guidelines. I agree with Kate, of- only Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have fun watching, though. That's for sure. Mm. Keep your eyes on yeah. Jesus. Yeah, well, the author and finisher of your faith, he who has begun a good work is sure to complete it. You just make that up. You're full of little piffy things. <laughs> yeah, my little, my little piffy Bible chunks. You're, you're the piffmeister. <laughs> Cindy says. Cindy says Amazon's the only way she can get things out of here, out in the middle of nowhere. No. What about no? You no UPS. Oh, what is she? Oh my God! You know what? She's going to pay in shipping fees to order everything she orders on Amazon through oh, everybody's website. Hmm. Yeah. Iris is waiting for the rapture. Yeah. Amen. Let's do it. Our escape plan. Yeah. Well, you were all ready to say today's my last day <laughs> earlier. <laughs> I'm leaving for Baltimore. Pray for a nice flight. Safe um, journey. And um, a knife return. A knife return. A nice return. A nice return. And um, back to yeah, the home front. The my kids are so upset. Oh, say, it's going to be like nine days until we see you again. <laughs> you think it's you that they really miss? <laughs> yes. <laughs> They've learned right, not that to say. That I want to go to talk about. That I want to go to. Don't get taken to start. That I want to go to Target. That I want to They're all out. like, going, what? Uh-huh. What? Nine days? And we, we don't see you for nine days? Uh-huh. I said, I'm sorry. I got to go to Baltimore. <laughs> and so what happens is that this is this next weekend. They're, it's their mom's weekend. So when I'm gone Tuesday, Wednesday, they don't see me for from now from this morning until Monday to Monday. next Monday. So they uh, are not happy. It's just my my well, the one thing that's going to save my son is that he can drive now. Yeah, and so you take him to talk about. He's going to look for every excuse. Can I go to Sub <laughs> Eleven? <laughs> so pray for my kids because they're going to be uh, challenged uh, while I'm gone. All right. Any other prayers? I feel so good right now. Oh, good. I'm yes, glad. I love this clarity. <laughs> and he's praying for a nice flight. She has a daughter in Potomac. Oh, yes. nice. Isn't that, is that the middle of the the river? Is no, that... it's a really nice part. It's where I used to live. It's oh. a suburban part of Maryland. It's about uh, 45 minutes from Baltimore. Potomac. Isn't and, the Potomac uh, a river? It's also a river. Oh, but you call it the town along. the Potomac. It's a city. I thought it was just a river. No. Oh, all right. And when Zara always talks about how much she loved her house. Yeah. That's the Potomac. That's the Potomac. In Potomac. Is, is this name of the city the Potomac or is it no. just Potomac? Just Potomac. Cindy's <laughs> <laughs> so praying for your kids. And Thank Peggy's you. pray for my needle to heal from surgery. We're praying for healing in the name of Jesus, Peggy, for you to have supernatural, mm. complete, yes. complete recovery, pain-free yes. in the name of Jesus. We plead the blood of Jesus for Peggy. Yes. Jehovah Rapha. Jesus is our healer. Continued healing for Iris's heart. That it's stronger yes. than it was before. They built yes, you Lord. better than you were before. Amen. Jesus built you better. <laughs> Anything else? Any other prayers? I think we're good. Let's, let's think of some. 
You don't want a predictable amount of time. I took my clarity. I'm ready to go. I you can go another packing. hour. You got a lot of packing to do. I can't, I can't. Yeah, well, I can still do that too. I got another hour. You guys want to stay on for another hour? No, it's too long. <laughs> we could read tomorrow's devotional since we're not going to be on tomorrow. Why are you squeezing my leg? <laughs> my knee feels fantastic. Hey, um, uh, Peggy, try X39. Eddie, I'll tell you, it's a little expensive, but I'm telling you, it's worth it. Um, I mean, it's not like thousands of dollars, but just uh, type in andyx39.com and check it out. You may be interested in that. But, but I'm telling you, my neck and knee felt fantastic. What is EMR test time? Cindy's wants prayer. Yes, we're definitely praying, but it'd be, it'd be able to know what it is. I, I usually know. Uh, Emergency medical room. <laughs> Oh, no, no, no. She's, uh, is that your test to become um, a uh, emergency medical technician? Yeah, exactly. And it's like we EMT? call it an EMT. Oh. I think it's emergency med uh, medical reserve for the fire department. But yeah, that's awesome. Absolutely praying for success. Oh, wouldn't that success, be great? Your emergency medical responder. Oh, wouldn't that be great to be in a car crash? I mean, not to be in the car crash, but if you're in a car crash, wouldn't it be great <laughs> that Pastor Cindy comes to pray to, over you? To, yeah, you don't make it. Yeah, <laughs> it would be the best. I yeah. mean, how many people are going to come to Jesus because Cindy's an EMR? That is awesome. How cool is that? That is very cool. See, that's the kind of cop hopefully I, I she, wish I would have been. Hopefully, she doesn't have too many end of life patients, but she still will have a chance to witness to people. Especially oh, as they're panicking. Yeah, we need see. I knew if we wait long enough, we have uh, another prayer. And we're praying for Kate for her knees. The uh, yeah, just continued um, healing. The laser injections, these treatments are getting are painful, causing swelling. And we uh, we pray for healing for you, Kate, uh, for ease, for continued restoration in the name of Jesus. And yeah, yeah and Cindy's a, a chaplain for the fire department too. Yeah, so T is T O O, not T O. <laughs> I'm sure she knew that. Really. <laughs> what are you gonna do with me once we sign off? Because I'm gonna, I'm full of energy. You, you have stuff to do. What? Okay, Schnooks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anything else? That's it. All right. Go to um, LiveLifeWise.tv or AndyX39.com. Those are both our sponsors, and uh, just check them out at least. Um, oh, Kate says one more thing. Sorry, my doc. Up my RA meds to deal with arthritis. Arthritis. A few days. All right. Well, read the Bible. Right there. <laughs> That's what uh, I do. Uh, oh. Yes, and uh, we'll keep you in our prayers Kate. for sure. All right, Kate. We love you and everybody love else. You. Love you guys. God bless. God bless. Good night.